Gail Jones Carson, the Vice President of Community and External Affairs for Memphis Light Gas. The aim of Power Up Memphis is to take you, our customers, on an inside tour of MLGW to share our programs and operations with you, our customers. And by doing so, we can all better understand how we function as your utility Today, my guest is Heath McCullum. Welcome, Heath. Thank you. <laughs> and Heath is the supervisor of Water Meter Shops. And today, we're going to be talking about residential customer water leaks. So, um, do we have a lot of leaks in the city of Memphis and Shelby County? Yes, ma'am, we do. Um, we have a lot of property leaks. Um, we have service leaks, which we take care of. but. Um, the property leaks, um, if you have a smart meter now, we'll send you a, a letter. If it turns for 24 hours without stopping, uh, we'll mail you a letter telling you you need to check for a property leak. So, um, say for example, my water usage is maybe like 4 or $5 a month, and next month if my water bill goes up to maybe like $10 a month. So, would that be a clue or some kind of alert to Memphis Light Gas and Water that something's going on with my water consumption? Yes, yes ma'am. Um, you know, and if, you, if your bill jumps, that would tell you that either, if you know you've been using more water, then that, that could be it. But if it jumps and you haven't been using, doing anything different using any more water, then the first place to check will be, you know, a property leak, which you know, we can. You can have a toilet running. Mm -hmm. um, that seems to be a lot of, a lot of issues we have is a toilet running or a faucet dripping. Um, so a, a toilet or just uh, a faucet can really run your bill up. Yes, ma'am. Um, you know, just uh, a faucet with a steady stream, small steady stream coming out will run, you know, approximately four hundredths of a gallon a minute leak. Um, you know, down to 400, 400 of a gallon, but at the end of the month, that would add two CCFs or two billing units to your monthly bill, mm -hmm. above, which above what you normally use, okay. just for 400 of a gallon per uh, minute. Okay, and so that can be costly. Yeah, customers. very costly. So, but if our customers have smart water meters, then the company is alerted. Memphis Light Gas and Water is alerted uh, if the water meter is running continuously because it shouldn't be running continuously. Correct. And Correct. so you, we get an alert. And so once the company gets an alert, then what happens? Uh, the system automatically sends them a letter stating that their meter has turned for 24 hours a day, mm -hmm. uh, continuous, so you need to check for a property leak. Okay, so is the property leak the customer's responsibility, or is this something that Memphis Light Gas and Water is responsible? The, a property leak is the customer's responsibility. Okay, so do many customers respond quickly when they receive notification from Memphis Light Gas and Water that they have a water leak? Because sometimes, you know, I know you said we talked about how the water bill goes up, but sometimes what customers do is they just look at the total bill. They don't really break look at the water consumption or the electric or the gas consumption to see if anything is going up. They just look at the total amount. So um, 
Do we do we get good responses when we notify customers that they have a wa a possible water leak? Yeah, we we do get a bunch of calls. Um, we get a bunch of calls off the letters. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I receive this letter in the mail, mm -hmm. and you know, we will send someone out if they request it to check it, and make sure that, and you know, try to assist them. Um, you know, we don't go in the house to find the leaks. Okay. Um, but we do assist on telling them how much the leak is, how bad the leak is. Um, you know, if you don't see water in the yard, you know, if we do see water puddling in the yard, we'll point it out to them. Okay, but so when we go out, we just try to identify kind of if the water leak is inside the home. Yeah, I mean, not all the times will you be able to tell um, you won't see water in the yard, but if you do, you know, but we tell them it's on their side and then refer them to a plumber. Or they need to hire a plumber to come out and check for a leak or, or check their self. Okay, so if a customer asks us to come out and just to assist them in possibly locating um, where their leak is and we don't go in the home, do we charge customers for that service? No, we do not charge them to come out and check for a leak. Okay. Um, you know, we have a lot of customers call in just because their, their water bill went up. Mm -hmm. um, and if they don't have a smart meter, we'll go out and check for a leak. Okay, so um, all the water customers that we have in Shelby County now, do they all have smart meters now? So no, what smart water? They do not. We're not. We're not complete yet. Uh, the the plan is to be completed, and by the end of 2020, with everybody with smart meters. Okay. That, that have not opted out. Yeah, the customers who have right. not opted out, opted out, they will right. have smart water meters by the end of 2020. Correct. Okay, so do you know how many customers we have, water customers we have? Um, 200 and something thousand. Okay. To two, 240, 250, I think, somewhere right around in there. Okay, so um, many years ago, maybe like in the late 70s or early 80s, um, my water bill was extremely high. I mean, it was just like, few hundred dollars I was you know and it was I, was I didn't know why my bill was so high so Memphis Light Gas Water came out and they checked to see where the leak was and there was water in the yard but what had happened was I had I used to have a tree in my yard and the uh, roots of the tree broke the pipe Correct. underground which of course you know I had that tree cut down quickly and it was here so, uh, but Memphis, I guess, water did work with me on uh, an adjustment. They didn't cover everything. So when the pipe is broken and it's outside the home, how is that handled at Memphis, I guess, water? Um, the, the customer will get a plumber to make repair or make repairs. Underground? Underground. They, they so if, Memphis, I guess, water doesn't Not, not on their property. Oh, we okay. do not want so anything that's on anything, the customer's yeah. property is the customer's responsibility. Right. Anything okay. from the meter to the home is the customer's responsibility. Okay. So, and um, but once they do that, they can call in and report that they had a leak, and there's a leak adjustment process. Mm -hmm. Um. I don't know all the details on it because I don't I don't deal with the leak adjustments, but there is a leak adjustment process. Well, I do know that, yeah, I mean, this was many, many years ago, but I do know that um, a lot of times when customers have 
very high water bills due to some leaks that Memphis like gas and water doesn't charge them the entire amount. They, I don't know if there's a formula or whatever, but we do work with our customers. Yes, we do. On uh, an adjustment. There, there is an adjustment process. That is correct. Okay, so uh, that that's one way of having a major leak uh, is trees bursting your pipe. <laughs> yes, that's one. So what are some of the other common uh, water leaks that customers have? Um, you know, one of the frozen pipes, uh -huh. you know, this time of year in the winter months um, on conventional houses are, are common. Um, you know, I suggest leaving your water dripping. Okay. Um, you know, in the winter months, when it's going to be, you know, below freezing, mm -hmm. real cold at night, mm -hmm. leave, leave the cold water dripping. And well, when you say dripping, because he, <laughs> I have, um, well, I, I generally leave my water running. I've never had a problem with frozen pipe. Well, I've had problems with frozen pipe and my water wouldn't run, but they've never broke. They, I've never had a problem with my pipes breaking, of course, except in 2018. They finally broke after a hundred years. Well, you've been lucky. Yeah, exactly. But one of the things I found is when you say dripping, you can't just be drip, 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 drip. It has to be almost running pretty much. I mean, because that's what yeah, I, mine, I didn't have it running or dripping enough, and they froze. Right. I mean, I, when I say drip, I mean, it's a, a steady drip to uh -huh. a small stream, uh -huh. you know, just to keep some water moving. Uh -huh. um, but if it's not very, very cold, for too many days, that shouldn't increase yeah, the customer's right. bill too much, right? Right. I mean, it's not it's not going to be very much, um, you know. And you don't need to do it all day. Just you know, if it's going to get down into the teens mm -hmm. at, at night, I leave. I have an older house, and I leave it running mm -hmm. when it's getting down into the teens, low twenties, high teens, or lower. You know, I'm, I leave mine running. So, so a lot of times we would recommend that customers wrap those pipes. Does it right. really help? It does. Does so if you wrap your pipes and they're wrapped really well, do they need to do the drip? I still do. Mine are wrapped and I still do because the the price for running a little bit of water overnight is a lot cheaper than hiring a plumber to Which is what I had to do. <laughs> replace pipes of under your house, yes. Okay, so what about um, the dripping faucets and shower heads? they need to be replaced oh uh, really i mean you mean for like a leak yeah yes they need to be replaced or repaired because those add up like i said um, you know four one hundredths of a gallon a minute is very very small flow uh -huh. and that adds two to two to two and a half ccfs a month oh okay you know over over what you normally use so your bill will go up every month uh -huh based on that small leak um, wow. you know a, a one gallon a minute leak is going to add around 57 ccfs or then that's billing that's what we bill in is 100 cubic feet so okay. ccf so it's going to add 57 billing units every month to your bill for one gallon per minute which is not just a huge flow yeah Okay, so um, what about the cracks in the water line running from Memphis, I guess, from water meter box to the customer's home? That's the customer's responsibility. That's the yes. customer's responsibility. Anything from the, the, the meter box itself, inside the meter box where it connects to the property pipe, what we call the property pipe, that's the homeowner's responsibility. 
Okay, so Heath, um, as we close, what are some tips that you would like to give our customers uh, regarding water and leaks at their homes? Well, I mean, the main thing is if you know you have a, a faucet leaking or a toilet running, you need to repair it. Um, you know, be mindful, listen, you know, when you're in the bathroom. I know a lot of people probably have bathrooms they may not go in, mm -hmm. so a lot of people don't hear it, but you know, if, if you do notice your bill going up, mm -hmm. then, you know, contact us, mm -hmm. we'll come out and check. Or if you do receive a leak letter from the smart meter, you know, it, you need to check it and make sure because it did run for 24 hours a day with, no, with, with without stopping, you know, it was and continuous. Not, yeah. And that's not normal for a residential. Now, I mean, if you know you got water running for 24 hours a day, then that's different. But, you know, on a normal day-to-day -day basis, a residential does not have water running 24 hours a day. Okay. So, Heath, I thank you very much for coming on and sharing this valuable information about water leaks to residential homes. Uh, and we appreciate you watching. And please watch your utility bill and see if there's been an increase in your water consumption, your water usage, and your water bill. And if you do, please call Memphis Like As For Water and we will send someone out to check to see what's going on with your water consumption. Thank you very much. Share the pennies needs your change to make a change. You can help ease the burden of a neighbor in need of home weatherization repairs. Your small change is all it takes to make a big difference. You may choose to opt out any time, but for less than $12 a year, why would you? I'm in. I'm in. We're in. For more info, visit our website or call 544-6549. All you have to do is care. At MLG W, we're working hard to make your life simpler. With our new prepay option, you have the flexibility to choose when you pay your bill. Pay a little each week or once a month. You're in control. And with prepay's simple-to-use interface, you can initiate payments, set balance alerts, and track your balance and usage in real time. Plus, with prepay, there are no late fees, deposits, or reconnection fees. Avoid any end-of-month surprises with MLG W's prepay system. Come into a location and sign up today. Welcome back to Power Up Memphis. I'm Dale Jones Carson, your host. And joining me this segment is Will Williams. Welcome, Will. Glad to be here. <laughs> okay, so Will is the lead energy technician in the Energy Services Department. That's correct. Okay, and so today we're going to be talking about um, winter weatherization, tips for our customers things that they can do to conserve energy and ultimately reduce their energy consumption and their utility costs. Correct. So, okay, so um, it's pretty cold. We've had a number of cold days now. So what are some of the recommendations that you have for our customers that low cost, no cost, right. that would help them reduce their energy consumption? Okay, there, there's, uh, there's five free things that they can do now. So free? Free. Because we're into the, that winter month. Okay. Uh, number one, you can kind of lower the thermostat. Okay. Uh, and dress appropriately for the weather. Okay. Uh, so back to the thermostat. What about the the programmable uh, thermostats? Yeah, the programmable thermostats they actually work uh, if you 
address the program. Most people are not uh, savvy enough to want to deal with. They're not really user-friendly in a sense, but mm -hmm. programmable thermostats, if you set the temperatures there, it will do what you tell it to do. So if you set it for, like I set mine in the morning, the heat to come on around 5 in the morning. Comes on. And then uh, I have it set to go off about 8, mm -hmm. 7.30 or 8. Right. And uh, then it comes back right. on in the evening when I get home. Right. So that's how I have mine set. And it's set a little bit different for the weekends because I'm home mm -hmm. possibly a little bit more. So um, oh, I guess it is kind of a challenge with all those different settings. Right. Long as you, long as you get, you get one that you will program mm -hmm. the way you want it to operate mm -hmm. and, and you are mindful of it, it, it works perfectly. But most people... They're not user-friendly to, to some people. So are they affordable? They're very affordable. Uh, you can get a programmable thermostat for under $100. And it could save you quite a bit of money if you, quite a program bit if, you, if you use the program you set it on. Okay, so that's one free. Mm -hmm. the, the second one is we know uh, the drafty area. Well, the free part is just the thermostat period, not the programmable piece. No. The, 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 it's, it's setting the temperature on the thermostat. Setting the temperature. temperature. Lowering that temperature on that thermostat when that weather change and dressing appropriately because you can't dress like it's summer or hot weather when it's 20 degrees outside. Well, I've gone to some folks' houses, especially young people, and it's really cold outside and they are dressed inside uh, as if they're going to the beach and the, the heat is, thermostat is like almost 90 degrees. Right. And we know the, when the consumption up, the price follows when the consumption is up. So. so what do we recommend, what does Memphis Light Gas and Water recommend the, temp, the thermostat be set at uh, during winter months? We follow the guidelines that under the Department of, of Energy, mm -hmm. that's 68 degrees in the wintertime. Uh, lowering it to 68 degrees, it can be drastic to some people, but uh, whatever you normally set it on, start training yourself by dropping one degree, mm -hmm. you know, to get, down yeah, to, to get down to 68. Okay, so if, if the guidelines from the Department of Energy say 68 degrees, for every degree above 68 that a customer sets their thermostat on, how much does that cost you? It's 4 to 6%. More. More than. Per degree. Per degree at 68 degrees. If it's 68, you can, if you're going up to 75, you know you're going to go up 4 to 6 percent per degree. Per degree. Yeah. So that increases your bill possibly significantly. Yes, yes it does. Okay, so lower your thermos, your temperature on your thermostat mm -hmm. and dress appropriately for that temperature. Correct. So that's something that's controllable and right. up you something. can do that yourself, correct? Yeah. And you don't have to get a programmable thermostat for that. That won't cost you anything. So what's the second free? The, the second one is address drafty areas of your home, windows and doors. If you know you have a drafty door where you're getting a lot of air infiltration coming in, seal it. Weather stripping, uh, curtains for windows, you know, most people will drape a sheet or, or blanket over that drafty area. At the bottom of the door, they will add a threshold or mm -hmm. put a sweep. Some people roll the tile up and put it on. What and you those are things that they already have at their home have and they don't have to go out and purchase and spend money for. Correct. And those things, if you do those things, what you're doing is keeping the heat that's produced by your unit in the house longer. And it, it will cut the run time for your unit. You don't have it running all the time. Okay. So, all right. So those, that's a mm -hmm. low cost, no cost. 
right. um, suggestion that customers can do themselves that, that's affordable. Right. And the, the third thing would be keep exterior doors closed. Most people, some of the older people like to have their door open and the storm door as their exterior door. Close your exterior door. Don't don't allow it open. I know it's sensational. Because you can feel issue. you I can feel you the can cold feel air on the glass door. Yes, you can. So they will leave it's it, it acts it actually adds a barrier, an extra barrier to the your exterior door. door. Correct. Mm -hmm. Uh but they will open the exterior door and then they'll let the, the security door be their door mm -hmm. and you allow your heat and your energy to escape that way. Mm -hmm. Okay. So and even with, with uh with windows, put drapery. Mm -hmm. You know, drape. If you're not gonna put drapery up, cover. Put something besides just the blinds up there mm -hmm. to kind of assist the the unit when it's producing heat and air to stay inside and not escape out of those cracks that you have around your windows or your doors. Oh, okay. And that doesn't cost anything. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, number four would be adjusting the temperature on your water heat. Mm -hmm. Most people like their water extremely hot. Well, either you either have a gas water heater or electric water heater, which you, those are two energy using things. Mm -hmm. So turning the temperature down to a recommended temperature of 120 degrees will lower the consumption on that water heater. So because you're using electricity or gas to 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 make that work to make that to make that water and hot. And so the higher the temperature is, the, the more electricity or gas they will be using, used. which increases the consumption, mm -hmm. which increases your bill. Exactly, exactly. And if you have a home, the last thing would be a fireplace. If you have a home that has a fireplace, if you're using the fireplace, turn the temperature down on your unit mm -hmm. because a fireplace is going to allow the chase will allow the heat that's produced by your central heating and air unit to be drawn out of the house and it, it just raises your consumption and in, in, in the end it's going to cost you more so uh, if it's not in use close the door mm -hmm. if it has a, a door or if it has a damper close it off because what happens when you run your central heat central air mm -hmm. it pulls that heat mm -hmm. out of the house and it sends it through the chimney, which causes your unit to run longer. Oh, okay. They have longer run time. So, and those are five things that are, they won't cost you anything. They're, they're, they're free. Uh, and that you can control and you can do yourself. You can do yourself at your home. Mm -hmm. Ooh, okay. So, um, how important is it to uh, change your filters out regularly on your heating units? The filter, and does that impact your uh, energy uses and costs? Correct. The, the filter is probably the most important piece of a central heat and central air unit. When it's clogged up, it causes the unit to run a lot longer and to run harder. Uh, what occurs is... And when it runs harder, there's using more energy, which more increases energy. your energy consumption it, and cost. And it runs a lot longer. Uh, a central heat and central air unit is, is rated to run maybe 14 hours a day, max. But if your oh, unit really? is running... 24 hours, you, there's a problem. There's bad duct, or there's a problem mm -hmm. with the house being just airy. You know, it's it's it, it, it so it should not be running. It shouldn't run more than 14 hours a day. A day. Okay. All right. Okay. And so um, Memphis, like, gets water. Uh, during certain times of the year, we will send 
uh, staff out to turn the pilot light on. Correct. And certain times we don't charge. Mm -hmm. And seniors, we don't charge at all. After uh, seniors 62 or I think 60 years old, we don't charge them at any time to turn the pilot lights on. And I think in September through a certain day, we don't charge other customers. So when our staff goes out to turn the pilot light on, mm -hmm. do they check for anything else? Uh, for our customers? Yes, it's, it's a safety. When they turn on the power light on, it is a safety inspection basically to ensure mm -hmm. that, that there are no issues mm -hmm. that may, may cause something to go wrong. So it's more of a safety inspection when they're lighting the pilot. So you have to look at it as, yeah, it's a free light up, but it's actually a safety inspection to okay. ensure that the gas that's going to operate the unit and the unit itself is in good working order. Okay, so. Um as a kid, and still today, uh, I've seen many uh, seniors use their ovens mm -hmm. to heat their homes. Is that costly, and is it safe? It's, first, it's very unsafe, mm -hmm. and, and yes, it, it's costly. So uh, that's, that's something that's not recommended, and, uh, mm -hmm. and I understand that people get in situations where the temperature dictates something, but that's a so, very unsafe So, I mean, situation. is it because they're heating their electrical gas system is not working well so they resort to their electric uh, stove that's correct okay so but it does it will it increases energy consumption which also increases energy costs correct and then it's not safe and it's not safe okay so also many people use heaters standalone heaters okay. is that costly uh, a space heater is there to heat a space uh, what we've encountered is people using five or six spaces in the house to try to heat heat a house during the winter. Very unsafe. Mm -hmm. uh, electrical fires always seem to occur. And a space heater is there to heat the space, but it must be attended to all the time. You don't put but a space heater in the room and leave. Okay. Yeah. But what about the space heaters now that have supposed to be tip-proof? Well, that, that's still tip-proof, but the cord that most people are using the wrong cords if they're going to plug it into an extension cord, oh. and that electricity generates heat. So depending on the cord with the insulation on that particular cord, it tends to melt. melt. If it runs too long, it melts, and whatever combustibles that is near, you know, it could possibly set a fire. So uh, space heaters are, and I'm going to continue to say space heaters are there to heat a space, not a not house. A house. Okay, so um, well, I want to thank you very much for being on the show and sharing this information with our viewers. But as we leave, could you give our, our viewers um, what recommendations would you give them to um, just conserve? Well, I, 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 my recommendation would be for you're the expert at your house. You know where there are issues. Oh. Address them. Uh, understand that whatever heating unit you have, mm -hmm. it's going to do its job, but if, if you put in a space heater in a tent, it'll never shut off, it'll run your consumption up, it's going to be unsafe and it, it, it's going to cost you. So address the issues at, at your home. Uh, this is not something that you do in a season and, and we only, it's only it's important in the wintertime when, when it's cold outside, but you know you lack insulation, you know there are some issues at windows and doors. Address those things throughout the year, and, and let's do it over on an annual basis in maintenance. Maintenance what you have in your home.
And Memphis Light, Gas, and Water will help them identify some mm-hmm. um, energy-saving tips. Yes, and, yes. Uh, and, and work with our customers on what they can do to reduce consumption. That's correct. Uh, so, Will, again, I want to thank you for being on our show. Mm-hmm. And for our customers who are watching, you can go to mlgw.com and get some additional, uh, more detailed information on energy cons- conservation, which when you use... Uh, reduce your energy consumption. Hopefully, that should reduce your energy bill. Thank you so very much for watching Power Up Memphis. See you next month.